When you discover who you are, you will understand that there really is no purpose. You already have everything you need. How can you choose what you want to be if you don't know who you are? That's why we practice yoga, which helps us remember who we really are. However, the main goal remains to achieve liberation. The moment you are free, you are free to do anything. Master, how do we find purpose in life? How do we know what we should be doing? Life's purpose is a very important question, and most people look for it in the external, outer world. As we practice yoga, our goal is to discover what our path is during our life on Earth. After all, we come here from other worlds. For what purpose did we come here? Why were we born? What was the purpose for this soul to attain Jiva? Why did this Atman become Jiva Atman? That's what purpose is. However, our ego and the framework of our life switch this higher knowledge to something much more simplistic. We say that one's life purpose is to be a doctor, or a musician, or something else. We forget that from the very beginning, we are everything. Every child is born with certain abilities. They can be a healer, because their channels are clear, if they do not contaminate them later in life. They can become a skillful artist, poet, or musician. Indeed, they can be anything, because they are God. Because we have all abilities within us. Here is my deep understanding of this question. Our purpose is to discover the Divine within ourselves. What for? To spiritualize the material world, to bring the Divine in the present moment. This is how the Creator discovers Himself through each of us. This is the highest purpose. It's the purpose of life, to understand who we really are. Satya Sai Baba said that there were just three questions. Where did we come from? Who are we now? And where will we go afterwards? Our immediate goal is to give people knowledge and understanding that would make them versatile. When we say versatile, we mean the abilities that were given from above. Every person's purpose in life is as follows. To dedicate their life to the Divine within them. To be in the world, but not of the world, in the words of Master Jesus. This is very important. It is the only way for us to understand the play behind it all, Lila, the Divine Play, to understand where the Divine is in this play and where the play is in the Divine. It is the only way for us to reach the level of non-suffering, the level of compassion. In fact, this is the purpose of every human life, but if within this major life purpose, or this great goal in life, a person wants to express themselves as a musician, a poet, a mechanic, or technician, 
it is their right to do so. Young children know, when a child dreams of traveling to space, it means their soul is drawn to the stars, to their former home, which they at some point inhabited. Right now they are here. When a child dreams of interesting experiences in their future life, of becoming this or that, it speaks to their innate abilities reflected in their soul. With time, they may forget about those, or someone helps them forget. At the end of the day, it is the same thing. That's why we practice yoga, which helps us remember who we really are. Master, how can we help a child make the right choices and choose what really suits them? Lead by example. To help a child avoid making a mistake is to lead by example, but this must be the highest example. We should not be bringing children up, inflicting virtue onto them, as they say these days. We should create the right conditions for the child's inherent abilities to awaken. At the beginning, you should observe your child. You should try and understand who it is that has come into your life who this child is, how he or she wants to live, what his or her abilities are. You should study your child. Do not rush to raise them in a certain way, while you yourself are not yet well-bred, but refine yourself through observing them. Often enough, children show us who we should be. And after a while, in most cases, people forget. It's easier this way. Take this well-worn phrase, our relatives, our ancestors all lived this way. They really do not know how our ancestors actually lived. Who were they? Our forefathers. We know how our grandparents lived. They did their best. No one is judging them. However, it is not enough to know, because they lived in the same way that you all live, and you too live the way they live. For example, my departed relatives did not practice yoga. I'm the only one. You could call me the odd one out in the family. But among my ancestors there were wise men and those who realized their purpose. Albeit quite far back, several generations before me. These people's qualities, and they do not need be all yogis, these people's qualities put together lend great power. There is a movement these days to remember your ancestors. Indeed, the family that came before us are a manifestation of God. It is all true. But in reality, we are vessels of the Divine. Why don't we develop it within ourselves? Because our attachments distract us. Why don't we allow or help our children to develop these abilities? Because it's easier this way. Ignorance is a bliss. So our failure to develop our inner abilities is due to how much we are shackled by our various attachments. Certainly. When people ask me, when will I reach Samadhi? When, Master, when will Samadhi happen? I ask in return, when will you let go of your attachments? Or how will you let go of your attachments? You will experience Samadhi when you are able to be completely free from the flow of your thoughts and your emotional attachment to all these forms, thought forms. This is when you experience Samadhi. This is a very simple formula. Children often experience Samadhi. 
I remember myself when I was a child. I was so absorbed in my schoolwork, it appears my father had to wait for me for 20 minutes. Others called for me several times and I did not hear anything, because I was captivated by something very interesting. I was doing my homework during after-school hours. Now I understand that I was in a state when my consciousness was entirely focused on the subject, the subject that I was studying at the moment. This is an element of Samadhi. Have you seen what a cat acts like when it is stalking its prey? It cannot hear anyone, cannot feel or see anything else. At that moment, you can try to pester it even if you slap it, God forbid, or try and distract it. No way, it is perfectly focused, completely absorbed in this one thing. It is on mark. This is an aspect of Samadhi. However, the cat knows nothing about it. And since it knows nothing about it, it cannot understand itself. If we do not know how to move forward on this path, I'm going back to your question, it becomes difficult to understand the meaning of our life, or who we actually are. That's why knowledge is the path to salvation. True knowledge. My advice to everyone is this. Read books by realized masters. Talk to experienced people who are already on the path and can share their experience. And listen to masters. Do not waste your time on empty conversations with people who know nothing about it. It would be nothing but a waste of time. Do you think a person should actively seek to understand their purpose, make special effort? Everyone should try to understand who they are. When they do, they have found everything they need, everything, the entire universe. When you discover who you are, you will understand that there really is no purpose. You already have everything you need. If we are to talk about the existence of purpose, it is love, true love. We are not talking about emotions here. It is a kind of bliss that is very different from what we traditionally define as happiness. It is a feeling of power that is so very different from the kind of power people know today. Satchit Ananda is the only purpose. When we have it, we can truly be in the world by not of the world. When we talk about what is really needed to bring the spiritual into our material world, we have to be able to help it become a better place. In today's world, it sounds somewhat utopian. But remember that our DNA, our cells, the entire solar system, which is also a cell of the global system, everything is built in order to develop. So there is no other way. No, and there shouldn't be. It would be pointless. Why would one want to live like an amoeba? We are people in human bodies. We came into this life as gods. What is the point for a human to live with an animal's level of consciousness? It's ridiculous, really. How did you become aware of your own purpose? I did not become aware of my purpose. I used those instruments that were preserved in my body temple. I was born a certain person. But I knew I had to evolve. I knew I had to be moving forward. Determination was the force that would not leave me alone.
I really did not want anything, you know. By and large, I did not want to have a family and did not want to socialize with anyone. Of course, I had friends who maintained spiritual practices. Of course, I was interested in music. But in music, what I saw was the divine. I would look at the stars for hours, listening to the band Space. I really liked this composer. I still like his music. I know him. He is a wonderful man. He is someone who does really have a cosmic consciousness, who has preserved the concept of beautiful space music in the modern world, where music has been reduced to beats. It's not music, it's just sounds. He preserved this beauty. I believe that he is someone who possesses some elements of cosmic consciousness. I wouldn't say he is an enlightened one or a person of vast cosmic consciousness, but he is a high soul. Are you talking about Didier Marwani? Yes, Didier Marwani is an example. There are many musicians who create this kind of music. Music is a connection to God. If a person does not love music, then he is far from this. Such a person has all these qualities, but they are close-minded. Their mind is too rough. Love and spirituality are needed to melt away this coarse surface, or awaken the flame of creativity that would recast their consciousness. These are very sophisticated concepts, so I did not want anything in this life other than freedom. It was an egotistical goal, but was the right kind of ego talking, the one that was directed toward achievement, not to elevate oneself above others, God forbid. I simply knew what I needed. I was not even afraid. It wasn't like I thought I had to save myself from going to hell. Not at all. Once some religious leaders who asked to talk to me, I still talk to some of them said to me, your words will land you in hell. You know how I answered them. If it is the Creator's will for me to go there, so be it. But only if it's His will, nobody else's. As we walk on our path, we collect all sorts of things. But if we have a major goal, the ends justify the means. You receive exactly what you need to achieve your goal. From the moment when you gain understanding, you will know who you truly are. How can you choose what you want to be if you don't know who you are? Now, if you base it on your abilities, here's an example. Let's say, I like sunflower seeds. Many people munch on sunflower seeds for hours while watching a film. So what is one to do? Grow sunflowers, work in agriculture, and cultivate this species? It's an exaggeration, but still, this is ridiculous. Right? So, it is important to understand this. That's how I see it. If a person is convinced that they can be this or that in this life, it is in their stars. It is their karma. In this limited sphere of our karmic life, in this matrix, which was not created by God, by the way, but by the people and a cosmic dictator. In this limited dimension of our existence, a person may be a doctor. If this is the way the planets are aligned, you may be a musician. If Venus is exalted, a great musician, for example, and so on. Does it set you free, though? No. 
These are merely instruments that you use. So when people ask me, what is my mission, my purpose, I tell them that they will understand what to do in their lives when they achieve self-realization. One can be everything at once. The most versatile physicians were rural doctors in pre-revolutionary Russia. Do you remember? You probably don't. These days, doctors do not know anything. An ophthalmologist cannot help with a headache or abdominal pain. They cannot do anything for you because they are an ophthalmologist. That's it. They'll say to you, go see another doctor. Who wants a doctor like that? Back in the time, when someone really needed help, they went to doctors who were real doctors. Maybe even healers, who knew a whole lot. They could help with so many things, if not with everything. Become doctors like those were in your own life. Become healers. Learn a little bit about everything. You do not need to know everything in a certain field. Seek universal knowledge and use it to help this world. First and foremost, help yourself. That's why I think it's better to learn a little bit about everything. It will allow you to become more versatile. However, the main goal remains to achieve liberation. The moment you are free, you are free to do anything. You will have true knowledge. Thank you so very much, Master. All the best to you.